from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hi all, this is Harry, VK6YBZ, WIA Director, giving you a wrap-up of the WIA conference and AGM. The Sydney WIA AGM and conference was well attended, with over 100 amateurs from a range of states attending the proceedings. The events kicked off in great style on Friday evening, with a welcome party to celebrate the Waverley Amateur Radio Society 100th birthday. This club is one of the oldest continuously licensed and most successful clubs in Australia. A well-attended AGM was preceded by a meeting of club executives from around Australia with the board of the WIA. The future of amateur radio was discussed in detail, with wide-ranging ideas on what was wrong with the future direction of the hobby and how to solve matters. Essentially, the role of the clubs and the communication with the WIA and our intended audience were big topics of discussion. Communication of what the hobby is about to potential young new members and its value to the community were deemed to be core issues. It was noted that clubs need to put out information on their activities via local press and social media to ensure that the hobby was valued in the community. The WIA was challenged to work with the clubs to market itself and the hobby better and to work with clubs to ensure the message on the value of the hobby was communicated to potential new members. Members at the AGM accepted the director's reports and financial statements. These are available on the WIA website for anyone wishing to read them. Justin, VK7TW, as retiring board chairman, was thanked for his efforts at the WIA. Then an open forum was held after the AGM, and falling membership and the loss of the ACMA deed were raised as concerning issues. This was very much a follow-on, expressing the ideas and concerns registered at the club executives meeting earlier. The WIA board noted these concerns and took on board the resolve to move the Institute into a new era with these matters of concern forefront in its activities. At the following technical session, an interesting range of technical papers were presented. These technical sessions ranged from a presentation on amateur involvement in CubeSat missions by Dr. Tony Munger, VK2KZ, through a paper on free DV by David Raw, VK5DGR, to Secrets of Kiwi SDR by Jamie Campbell, VK2CJ. A board meeting held after the AGM elected Greg VK2GPK as the new WIA president and Aidan VK4APM as the new vice president. Peter VK8ZZ was re-elected as secretary and Mike VMA, V8MA was welcomed as a new board member. We look forward to a challenging year as a new board. As announced at the 2019 WIA conference in Sydney, the 2020 conference will be held on May 8th, 10th, 2020 in Hobart, Tasmania. Antarctic Gateway is the theme, and this will see tours of Mawson's Hut Replica Museum, Australian Antarctic, Antarctic Division and the Groot Rebbe, the first radio astronomer museum and there are some other interesting tours in the wind. The conference will be centred around the Best Western Hotel in Bathurst Street, Hobart, Hobart 
and the WIA has been able to secure excellent room rates at the hotel, and these can be booked by calling 03-623-26243 or emailing reservations 97434 at bestwestern.com.au and quoting the WIA to receive a $149 discounted room rate. To see the hotel, take a look at the website. It can be found on the internet version of this broadcast. Look forward to seeing you in Hobart. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, Interim Manager for the VHF UHF Field Days. The winter solstice is next Friday, the 21st of June, the shortest day of the year. Hence, the 2019 Winter VHF UHF Field Day is next weekend. For this event, there is the first single set of rules. No more Division 1 and Division 2. Scoring is now to be distance-based. So, over Saturday the 22nd and Sunday the 23rd, Winter Field Day Fun and Frolics is on for all you stalwart enthusiasts, keen to brave whatever the weather can throw at us. That often means very different things in different places. All sections and subsections featured in past events remain, as do the two-hour rework period and the exchange of six-character locators for all contacts. Rovers keen to travel cross-country from ridge to rise still have to travel from square to square, but the scoring is based on six-character locators from which distance between stations is calculated. You can concentrate your efforts on one band, if that's what you fancy, and go hammer and tongs to pilot contacts. Alternatively, enter the four-band subsection. You can operate on any two of the bands from 6 metres to 23 centimetres, or three bands, or the whole four. You don't have to be a gun operator with a super station to get out there and have fun on the field day. And remember, why not invite an F call or standard to join you in the field, or your home QDH? Yes, home stations are welcome. you find the rules on the VHF UHF field days page of the WIA website. While I'm here, I'd like to take the opportunity to pay a tribute to one of Australia's VHF UHF pioneers, Joe Gelston, VK7JG. Unfortunately, he became a silent key last year, but was honoured recently to receive, posthumously, an Order of Australia in last weekend's Queen's Birthday Honours. Joe sat for his amateur operator's limited certificate of proficiency in October 1965, and was issued with VK7JG in December that year. Later, in August 1976, he sat for his AOCP and was issued VK7JG in September. Throughout his decades on the air, Joe became known for establishing and maintaining VHF, UHF beacons and repeaters across northern Tasmania, many in remote locations. For this work, he received a WIA President's Commendation in 2014. Joe was also an honorary life member of the Institute. He set a number of VHF, UHF, DX records too. On 6 metres, he set the Australian Digital EME distance record in 2014, working a 8 Delta Baker Mike for a distance of more than 17,900 kilometres. On 2 metres, Joe set the VK7DX record in 2006, working VK6AO over a distance of 2,967.7 kilometres. Up in the light spectrum at 474 terahertz, in February 2005, Joe set the Australian DX record of 
167.7 kilometres. Many don't know or don't recall that he was active in WIA affairs. During the era before the National WIA was formed, Joe served on the WIA Federal Council as the Tasmanian Division Federal Councillor from the late 1980s through to the mid-1990s. He was a quiet achiever and is certainly missed. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, for VK1WIA News. Thanks, Roger. Yes, this is the WIA National News. It is for week commencing June 16, and I am Graham, VK4BB. Now, in other news we awardees in this year's honours list, we heard from VK4ACC and VK6POP this week, who gave word on Victor Kilo 3 Alpha Queen and Victor Kilo 4 Alpha Juliet Alpha, both Vietnam vets. Alan Parr, VK4AJA, receives Order of Australia. Alan Parr, once Lance Corporal Wanra, received an Order of Australia for his services to veterans. Alan was one of four Battle of Balmoral veterans who spent three years to have Australian personnel recognised for their bravery during this Vietnam War battle. Alan was Secretary and Committee Member for Fire Support Base Coral Balmoral Veterans Group. Congratulations to Alan Parr, VK4AJR, for his Queen's Birthday honour. VK3US, VK3AQ, Raymond Francis James, took on the presidency of the Trafalgar Thorpedale RSL in 2007, believing it would be a 12-month role. Then, in these recent honours list, comes word he's been awarded an OAM. Almost 12 years later, he still leads the revitalised sub-branch and the humble Vietnam veteran was awarded the Medal of the Order of Australia in the General Division in the Queen's Birthday Honours List for service to veterans and their families. Congratulations, VK3US. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. We start this week with news from New Zealand. Radio Spectrum Management has published a new issue of Table of Radio Spectrum Usage in New Zealand. This incorporates a number of minor amendments, including a number of modifications to management rights in the VHF and SHF bands. In conjunction with this revision, RSM have updated its interactive table version on the RSM website. This provides an easy-to-access format directly on the website. To the Far East, the latest IARU Region 1 Monitoring System newsletter reports a new kind of over-the-horizon radar has been operating in the amateur radio 14 MHz primary allocation across 14140 to 14150 kHz. In India, the Millennium Post reports that a charge imposed on radio amateurs if they changed location is about to be abolished within India. The newspaper says the centre has given the nod to ham radio enthusiasts to set up amateur radio stations anywhere in India except in restricted areas and have waived the change of location charge that was earlier imposed on them. This decision is historic for the ham radio community. 
We often need to change location for our radio stations for various activities and for this we had to pay a fee to the Department of Telecommunication. But from now on we'll have to dole out no fees for such location change, said Ambarish, Victor Uniform 2, Juliet Foxtrot Alpha, custodian and secretary of the West Bengal Radio Club. To Russia, AMSAT President and ARRL Life member Joe Spire, Kilo 6 Whiskey Alpha Oscar, has been awarded the Russian ET Krenkel Medal, a prestigious award granted to individuals and organisations for outstanding global contributions to amateur radio. K6WAO is a long-time supporter of amateur radio in space and international cooperation, is president of the Radio Amateur Satellite Corporation, AMSATS, and has served AMSAT as Executive Vice President, Vice President and Educational Relations. The award's namesake, E.T. Crankle, was a radio amateur who over the years used the call signs R.A.E.M., Uniform 3 Alpha Alpha and Uniform Alpha 3 Alpha Alpha. Born in Poland, Crankle was an Arctic explorer who took part in the first Soviet drifting station, North Pole 1. He was made a hero of the Soviet Union in 1938 for his exploits. To France now, REF President Jean-Louis Foxtrot 5 Delta Juliet Lima has called for a meeting with their regulatory authority. A number of nominations to CMR 23 for frequency request or sharing study have been submitted very recently. They pose a definite risk for the experimental and educational use of some amateur radio bands. As many associations have informed us, the REF is clearly unfavourable to these requests, which are currently the subject of no structured consultation of the French amateur radio community by the administration. A number of regulatory amendments that were the subject of a public consultation in 2018 are still not published more than 12 months after this consultation, and some decisions of the 2015 WRC are still not applied in France, a unique situation in Europe. REF suggests that the objective is to finalise a proposal document at a final meeting organised at the latest on the occasion of the Ham Expo Fair, October 12th at Le Mans. And still in France, new proposal for 144 to 146 MHz for aeronautical mobile service. The next meeting of the SEPWRC19 conference preparatory group takes place this week, June 17 to 21 in Prague. France has submitted a paper with the subject agenda item 10, revised proposal for an agenda item for new non-safety aeronautical mobile applications. The paper says the list of bands that are proposed for study of possible new allocations to the aeronautical mobile service on a primary basis is revised by adding 144 to 146 MHz, the bands 5000 to 5010 MHz and 15.4 to 15.7 GHz being maintained. Aeronautical applications like fire and border surveillance, air quality environment and traffic monitoring, disaster monitoring, terrain modelling, imagery, visible, infrared, radar etc., video monitoring, all require non-safety communications between various types of aeronautical platforms. Consequently, the need of non-safety data communications between various types of aeronautical platforms increases and so the need for new frequency bands. To the United Kingdom, Rob Stiles, Mike Zero, Tango Foxtrot Oscar has started a petition calling on Ofcom to allow radio amateurs in the UK to be issued with vanity call signs. 
The petition says the FCC in the USA offers amateur licensees the opportunity to request a specific call sign for a primary station and for a club station, also known as vanity call signs. A vanity call sign is a call sign that the licensee wants assigned in place of an existing call sign. We end this week in Dominica. Dominica News reports four amateur radio handheld transceivers have been donated to the Dominica Association of Persons with Disabilities, DAPD. Members of DAPD who have received amateur radio training will now be able to apply the knowledge they've gained. Four radios were handed over to the DAPD by two Swedish members of the Dominica Amateur Radio Club Incorporated, DARCI, who have joined the DAPD. Executive Director of the DAPD, Natalie Murphy, said she's thankful to DACI for their donation. It's one thing to do the theory, but it's another thing to do the practicals, and without such devices that won't be possible. So we want to extend a big thank you to the Dominica Amateur Radio Club for considering and ensuring that the program that we've followed, that we're now able to implement it practically, Natalie stated. She added, after you've had the training and you've been certified as an amateur radio user, you have to get your licence and this is issued by the National Telecommunications Regulatory Commission and our applications are before them. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Ham Radio Operational News, it's Contact Sport. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. This and next weekend sees the International Museums Weekend, 15th and 16th, and 22nd and 23rd of June. More details about the event can be found in the link in this week's text edition. It includes a list of the stations registered, and a war certificate can be obtained for 5 and 20 stations worked, or 10 heard by an SWL. www.radio-amateur-events.org forward slash 22-23 July WIA Winter VHF UHF Field Days IARUHF World Championship 13-14 July RSGB IOTA Contest July 27-28 Trans-Tasman Low Band Contest July 20 VK Remembrance Day Contest is August 17-18 MSAT Field Day on the Satellites The weekend of June 22-23-2019 is Field Day Each year the American Radio Real League sponsors Field Day the Radio Amateur Satellite Corporation, MSAT, promotes their own version of Field Day focus on operation via the amateur satellites, held concurrently with the AWL event. The MSAT Field Day 2019 event is open to all amateur radio operators. Amateurs are to use exchange as specified in AWL rules. The MSAT competition is to encourage the use of all amateur satellites, both analogue and digital. The congestion on FM LEO satellites is always so intense that they must continue to limit their use to one QSO per FM satellite. This includes the International Space Station. You will be allowed one QSO if the ISS is operating voice. No points will be credited for any contacts beyond the one allowed via each single channel FM satellite. Operators are encouraged not to make any extra contacts via the FM satellites. In the UK, Norfolk Amateur Radio Club, NARC, have been operating GB19AUS Australia as part of the Cricket World Cup celebration. At the club's recent radioactive event, held on National Field Day on June 1 and 2, GB19AUS was given an airing, making more than 500 contacts. NARC says will act over the call sign again in the near future, as the marathon runs from the 30th of May to the 14th of July 2019. Special UK and international call signs are active on 9 HF bands using SSB, CW and digital modes. 
The UK is activating 31 special course times with 11 for the cricket grounds in England and Wales and 10 for the tournament teams. There are also course times for Scotland, Northern Ireland, Jersey, Guernsey and the Isle of Man. All UK call signs start with the prefix GB19. GB19AUS activity is being coordinated by Peter M0RYB. Cyprus Special Event Hot on the heels of GB19AUS come a special event station 5B19CWC being used by the Cyprus Amateur Radio Society to celebrate the Cricket World Cup which began May 30 and will end July 14. The Cricket World Cup event is taking place in England and Wales. QSL via 5B4AJT. Japan JA. Special event station 8N7JAPANSQRV to October 31, 2020. To commemorate the Olympic Games 2020, the Paralympic Games 2020, and the World Cup Games 2019. QSL via the Bureau. Active is OX3LX from Nuke, Greenland, NA018, until the 21st of June, with possible activity also from Cook Island, NA220. QSL via OZ0J, Clublog OQRS, and Logbook of the World. KH0N is on the wireless from the Mariana Islands until Monday, the 17th of June. HF bands on CWNFT8. QSL via the home call, JA6CNL. Prefix hunters may be interested in working the special event station TM500LV. The station is on the air until the 6th of October and commemorates the 500th anniversary of the death of Leonardo da Vinci. QSL manager is F1IOZ. For VK1WIA National News with a very raspy sore throat, I'm Felix VK4FUQ in Ingham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. It's that time again when we check out what's happening in worldwide special interest groups. Hello, I'm Col, VK3GTV, and to kick off the segment, it's ATV. The Raspberry Pi magazine, Magpie, has published a guide to receiving amateur radio slow-scan TV pictures from the International Space Station. Magpie magazine at The Magpie tweeted, We've updated our guide on how to receive and decode these transmissions. It now includes a fallback mode in case there are any technical issues. ATV or not TV? How to find hidden cameras in your Airbnb and anywhere else for that matter. In recent months, there's been a number of alarming reports of Airbnb hosts installing hidden cameras in their properties, but not disclosing them to guests staying there. Back in January, Fast Company reported on a computer science professor who discovered two hidden cameras recording him and his family in an Airbnb. And just last month, The Atlantic reported on a New Zealand family who were renting an Airbnb in Ireland and found they were being live-streamed from a hidden security camera. If you see an alarm clock in a bathroom or some other place you wouldn't expect one to be, that could be a tip-off that something is amiss. Similarly, if you see any devices, such as a USB wall plug, pointed directly at a bed or shower, that too may suggest something could be up. Now, many of us hams are into fox hunting, so smartphone users can use apps like Fing, that's F-I-N-G, that displays all the wireless devices connected to a Wi-Fi network. So, after arriving at your Airbnb and connecting to the host's wireless network, 
Whip out Thing and give that network a sniff. It'll show your device and any other connected to that same network. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Females in Radio. Ham Radio at Women in Tech event. Dorothy M0LMR has given a short talk on amateur radio at a Women in Tech talk event run by Southend Tech in the UK. Dorothy's talk was all about amateur radio, outlining how she got started, some of the experiences she's had so far on her amateur radio journey, and some of her highlights, such as her first go at EME Moonbounce at just 10 watts. Well done to Dorothy for delivering her first amateur radio talk and helping to spread the word about amateur radio. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. China is set to launch new amateur satellite with sail ball stabilization. Chinese amateur satellite group CAMSAT has announced the impending launch of the CAS-7B satellite, also designated as BP-1B, a short-lived spacecraft that will carry an amateur radio payload. An unusual feature of the spacecraft is its sail ball passive stabilization system. The CubeSat is attached to a flexible film ball, or sail, that will offer passive pneumatic resistance stabilization. GAS-7B is expected to remain in orbit for up to one month and will transmit a CW telemetry beacon on 435.715 MHz. The FM voice transponder downlink will be 435.690 MHz and the transponder uplink will be 145.900 MHz with a 16 kHz bandpass. Worldwide Special Interest Groups FT4 and FT8 Latest FT4 beta release leaps and bounds better, according to ARRL user reports which have been favourable in the wake of the release of another new beta version of the FT4 protocol by the WSJTX development group. Release Candidate 7, WSJTX210RC, which is now available for testing, is not compatible with any previous FT4 releases. A 144 MHz DXFT8 signal has been received over a 5,102 km path. The VHF DX site, many more miles on VHF, reports that on June 9 this year, D41CV in Cape Verde was received on 144 MHz FT8 in Austria, a distance of 5,102 km. PSK reporter shows that at least a dozen Italian stations have received or worked D41CV using the digital mode FT8. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ILLW. New light in ILLW activity from South Africa. Roman Rock, built in 1861, is active from a 14-metre cast-iron tower with flared top, lantern and gallery mounted on a circular stone pedestal, and the entire lighthouse is painted white. The tower was prefabricated in England, but it took four years to build the base on a wave-swept rock in False Bay. The lighthouse was extensively renovated in 1992, and the original lantern was replaced with a modern lantern and light. In 2015, the power supply was upgraded and the light strengthened. Located on a rock in False Bay, about two kilometres east of Simonstown Dockyard Light, it's accessible only by watercraft. The Southgate Amateur News says entries for this year's ILLW event have passed 200, which is on track for a final total of around 500 by the third full weekend in August. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Members of the Green County Virginia Amateur Radio Club are now working with the Sheriff's Office to help folks during an emergency. Green County Sheriff Steve Smith said, We're always telling the citizens to be prepared for storms or whatever may happen, so we're just doing what we're always preaching. 
He added, These guys are willing to come in here and donate their free time. GCV ARC President Bill Steo, K4FZE, said they set up some amateur radio communications with an antenna up on his tower out back, along with a computer that's used for packet radio which enables sending email using radio waves rather than the internet. That's all from me, Cole, VK3GTV, and I'll catch you again next week with more Worldwide Special Interest Group news. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions www.wia.org.au 2019 social scene in VK3 it's Gipstech 2019 rapidly approaching July 13-14 VK3 Gippsland Gate Hamfest July 20 yes Saturday July the 20th the Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club is holding its annual Hamfest at Cranbourne Public Hall that's on the corner of Clarendon and High Streets Cranbourne doors will open to sellers at 8.30 and buyers at 10 Entry price for buyers, $7, includes raffle ticket for the door prizes. Sellers can book a table for $22, which includes entry, and two door prize tickets. There'll be a barbecue at the front of the hall for all the early ones and also not-so-early arrivals, and bottomless tea and coffee will be available inside the hall at the kitchen servery. Now, anybody wishing to book a table position should contact the club soon as tables are going quickly. Email address on the text edition. VK4, the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Sunfest, happens 9am Saturday, September 14 at Wombai School of Arts. In VK4, the Townsville Amateur Radio Club's Cardwell Gathering, four days of fun commencing October 4. And VK3 again, Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group's Hamfest, October 13. Worldwide, it's Jota, Jota 2019, happens the 18th, 19th and 20th of October. And finally in VK3, Ballarat Amateur Radio Group's Barg Hamvention, October 27. Now, till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Thanks for listening and walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.